Just a heads up, y'all, this episode contains mature content and potty mouth language that you might not want your mama or little kids to hear. But the story is a doozy, so you might want to put on headphones or save it for later. Welcome to the All Y'all Podcast. I'm Chris J. And I'm Sarah Ebert. Chris and I produce All Y'all independently in Shreveport, Louisiana, and we record at the Cohab Podcast Studio. Maybe you want to make a podcast? Set up a tour at cohab.org to see this very cool place. This episode features storyteller Roxanne Johnson with a breathtaking story that she told live on stage during our August 2017 live event, The Skin I'm In. But before we hear Roxanne's incredible story, we'd like to take a moment out to say thanks to our season sponsor, Maryland's Place. Maryland's Place is a Cajun and Creole restaurant located at 4041 Fern Avenue in Shreveport, and there's really no other place like it. With unpredictable nightly specials and huge po' boys, and I promise you these are some of the best beignets in Louisiana, Maryland's Place is where Shreveport Bossier goes to eat, drink, and celebrate. When I have friends come in from out of town, it's the first place I want to take them. Thanks to Boz, Elise, Althea, and the whole team at Maryland's Place for supporting independent media. Here's Roxanne Johnson, recorded live on stage at the Women's Department Club in Shreveport. Stick around following Roxanne's story to hear another story, one that made us cry while we were interviewing Roxanne for this podcast. Seriously, it's it's beautiful. It's worth sticking around following her story. So here's Roxanne with her story that we're calling Midnight and Sunshine. I was born on August the 7th, 1951. I'll do the math. That makes me 66. I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. My race is Negro. I was in second grade living in Madrid, Spain. And I was outside playing with my oldest sister by a year. And there was a child that kept saying over and over again that my sister, whose name was Odile, Instead, she referred her as nigger. I did not know that word. I had not heard that word. I kept saying to her over and over again, no, her name is Odile. Her name is not nigger. It didn't work. I ran inside, I told my mother, I said, There's a little girl outside, and she keeps saying, Odile's name is something different. Will you come outside and tell her what her name was? So my sister was outside, and my mother took my hand, went outside, took my sister's hand, took us inside, set us on the sofa, and she sat on the floor. Well, that was a big deal, because Mother had known me talk to us, just walking around and speaking to us, and we would hear her. But if she set us on the sofa and she sat on the floor, it was her intent that we truly hear her, that we hear her heart, and that we were to understand that it was a very important thing she was telling us. I said, I don't like that word. I don't want to be a nigger. And she said, you're not, and you will never be. But it is a word that you might often hear. I still hate that word today. Then I met 
I'm looking at my son, Aaron Malcolm Martin Johnson. Aaron is at Bird High School, and he is the only child of color on the team. He loved soccer. Aaron's name, Aaron Malcolm Martin Johnson. He was named that because mother loved Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, nonviolent and a peaceful soul. His father loved and believed in the practices of Malcolm X by any means necessary. So Aaron came home one day from soccer practice and he wasn't himself, but he was truly his mother's child. He had the gift of gab. He said very little. And my husband said, what's going on, you okay? He said, I'm good. I said, Aaron, you okay? He said, I'm okay. Well, through all of my children's life, I've always had the practice of taking my hand and putting it on my heart. My children would see that as their mother going, I got you. When my son was being deployed the second or third time and I couldn't reach him past that airport screening, he would turn around and he would see his mother's hand on her heart. It was that way when they might have gotten a little loud or indifferent, they would see their mother's hand go to her heart. It meant be kind, be calm, be still. It was how I always could reach my children. So Aaron said, well, Mom, I'm at sack soccer practice, and um, the ball goes out of bound. And they say, midnight, go get the ball. And every time the soccer ball goes out of bound, they go, midnight, go get the ball. He has his father's hue and complexion. His father said, take him down, take him out. <laughs> his mother said, you'll find a way. So it lasted days. And one day he came back to the table and my husband said, you, you took care of it, didn't you? He said, I'm good, Dad. I said, Aaron? He said, I'm good, Mom. I said, what happened? He said, they said, midnight. Go get the ball. And he said, I said, no sunshine, you go get it. <laughs> then there is the love of my life, Richard Pierce Johnson. Born on the south side of Chicago, he went to University of Nevada, Las Vegas. He was the first African-American president of Time Warner Cable here in Shreveport. We were um, at Southern Trace. My husband was excited because he was getting ready to join the country club because he loved to play golf. And there I was in this room with a lot of elderly white gentlemen. And this one gentleman came over and he said, do you know who all these people are? And I said, no. He said, well, that is so-and-so, and that is so-and-so, and 
that guy right there, he's, that's Dick Johnson. He's president over the cable company. He's our token. And I said, excuse me? He said, he's our token. And I said, my name is Roxanne Johnson. That would make me Mrs. Token. <laughs> the interesting thing about that is um, he turned completely red. And I never, I never mentioned that to my husband. It would, broken, it would have broken his spirit, and it was such a wonderful occasion for him to have joined the country club. But there were times that I saw him through the years, and he would walk up to me and he'd go, ma'am, and I'd go, sir, and then we'd walk our different ways. But then my husband had his own demons. My oldest son fell in love with this beautiful woman, beautiful, kind, loving, intelligent spirit. Everything that you would want your son to be married to, she most certainly was that person. She was not a person of color, though. My husband believed that you should marry your own race. It was time to go to the wedding. My husband was really kind of slow that day. And I knew, I knew. I knew I would get on that plane alone. I knew that when I saw my son, that tall six foot three inches of love and kindness, that when he looked at my face and he was so happy and that he looked around me to see where his father was, and I put my hand on my heart and he walked towards me. and he dropped his head on my shoulder. And he said, Dad's not coming, is he, Mom? And I said, no, Dad's not coming. It was one of the most beautiful days, but yet one of the hardest days. But Dick Johnson had many demons I was in New Orleans at a conference, and I came home, and I found that love of my life had taken his life. Another word I hate, widow. But last, but not least, one of my beautiful memories, for so many reasons, have to do with that young child of mine, my Aaron. We are in Roscoe, Illinois. He is in second grade. And let me say this before I tell you about Aaron. Today, Aaron, the little bird, high school graduate, today, he is a senior scientist in St. Petersburg, Florida. But in second grade, 
he was the only child of color at his entire school in Roscoe, Illinois. And he felt like he was incredibly special, because he was. But one day, somehow, something got turned around, and there was a child that had her hand on his head. And she was all of a sudden going, oh, wow, this hair is odd. It's prickly, and it's nappy, and it's, it's different. So she told all the other children in the classroom, come feel this hair. So they did. They ran over. They felt his head. They rubbed it. They laughed. He no longer felt special. I didn't notice anything that day. But the following day, the principal called, and she said, Mrs. Johnson? And I said, yes. She said, we have a situation. And I said, yes. She said, today during art class, the little girl, Melanie, was sitting in front of Aaron, and Aaron picked up the scissors, and she had a very long ponytail, pigtail, that went down her back. And Aaron. <laughs> and she said, I have decided that um, for the next three days, I am going to have Aaron and Melanie sit and have lunch with me for three days. We're going to talk about, in their, in their way of understanding things, about kindness and love and cultural sensitivity and what's all these things she was saying, and I was just dying in my heart of hearts. And I hung up and I called my husband. And my husband said, call our attorney. <laughs> and I said, what do we need an attorney for? He said, little black boy, only little black boy, at the entire school cuts off the ponytail of said white girl. Of course. I didn't call our attorney. So it was probably two months later that I'm walking again on the soccer field, but this time Aaron is trying to hide behind me. And I'm trying to figure out why is he trying to hide behind me? And then I look down and I see this woman crossing the grass, intently looking at coming towards me. And there's this little girl with her and yeah, it's got to be her, yeah. And um, she walked directly into me, and she put she put her hand she put her hand out, and she took my hand, and she said, "I am so sorry, Mrs. Johnson." And I said, "As I." And through the years, I've always thought of how different this story could have been if not for the beautiful heart of this principal and the beautiful love of this mother. That was Roxanne Johnson from our August 2017 live event, The Skin I'm In. Sarah recently sat down with Roxanne to record an interview for this episode. During that visit, Roxanne told a story about her work as a counselor that brought both Sarah and me to tears. But before we hear that story, we want to take a quick moment out to thank all y'all sponsor, Maxcentric.
Maxcentric is Shreveport's locally owned Apple premium care provider. They are the friendly faces that I trust. Anytime I need a hardware upgrade or I break my screen on my iPhone, I'm sorry, Thomas, it has not happened in a long time. Or sometimes you just need advice on like, what kind of computer should I get next? They can help you with all of these things. And to learn more about the services that they offer, visit maxcentric.net. And here's that brief but powerful story from Roxanne Johnson. The child that has affected me the most that is of color um, is a child that I met four years ago at a elementary school. He was sitting outside the door, and I was at a school for, for some reason. And he was sitting outside of the classroom, and he was a beautiful black child. I sat on the ground with him. I said, so what did you do? And he said, nothing. And I said, well, let's just sit here and enjoy this day. And he said, nothing. And about three minutes later, I said, so why are we sitting out here? And he said, because I'm tired of being called Tar Baby or Midnight and Mud Child. And he was going on and on and on. And he cried as he was telling me this. And he's a baby, but he's in trouble because he is getting in fights because everybody said, you know, open your mouth so you can, we can see you or open your eyes because you, and he kept telling me all these little things that were like, and I went, okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. And I went, bam, bam, bam. So every time someone goes and says, bam, bam, bam to you, I want you to say this. Oh my God. I so love being this black. Oh my God, I love, I so love being this color. Ha, excuse me, love it, love it, love it. And I went through all these silly little exercises until he laughed. And then I went, are you ready? And he goes, are you ready? And I went, bam, and he goes, excuse me, touch this. Gorgeous, is it not? He went through all these silly little things that I had said to him. I gave him a hug and I left. And it was three days later, there is a woman that's calling the school that is a mother of this child that wanted to speak to me. And she said, I told my son to go in the room, to take his little black ass in the room and do what I told him to do. And he said, I got it. I'm going to take my little pretty black ass in the room and do what I have to do. And every time we say something about his black ass, he goes, love it, love it, love it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the All Y'all Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode as much as Chris and I enjoyed putting it together and just getting to know Roxanne and her beautiful stories, please consider sharing this one on social media. It helps so much more than you know, and I think this is a really important story for people to hear right now. If you enjoy the All Y'all Podcast, we hope that you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at All Y'all Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook by searching for All Y'all you can see our little avatar is a little orange circle. It's our logo. It says all y'all. Oh man, that story made me need some Kleenex. Yes, I have to blow my nose now. Thanks for listening, y'all.